Fun is a comedy podcast that features good, dirty people talking about good, dirty sex using all kinds of good, dirty words. It is intended for an adult audience and contains judgment-free conversations that some loveless puritanical sociopaths may find offensive. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Good Dirty Fun. This is a new podcast all about having fun with your sexuality. I'm your host, Brian O'Gorman. Uh, I was a professional stand-up comedian for 15 years, and then the pandemic hit, and since then, I've uh, been doing yoga in my underwear in British Columbia, Canada, waiting for the entertainment industry to start again. <laughs> so uh, some of you might know me from like uh, more politically-oriented podcasts or stand-up comedy, um, but uh, I couldn't think of anything less that I wanted to talk about this year after what we've been through than politics. I don't give a shit anymore for at least a year. I'm taking a year off. I don't know about you guys. I want to have some fun, you know? So hence this podcast. I'm going back to my roots. I'm going back to the reason I got into stand-up comedy, which is dirty jokes. Titty jokes, dick jokes, butt jokes. Let's make it happen, people. We're going to have a good fucking time. Um, and we have some guests that are going to come on, different people from all walks of life. We got comedians, musicians. We have exotic dancers, psychics coming on to talk about how they fuck and how much fun it is uh, and what they do to have fun. And maybe we can learn something from them and I don't know, find new and exciting things to put in ourselves. So <laughs> keep an open mind and an open butt. And this will be a really good fun time. Um, we do have some sponsor stuff we have to take care of. That's totally real. And I did not at all make up. Um, so today our show is brought to you by a new sponsor, Uncle Slippy's all-natural, organic, earth-based, dolphin-friendly, gluten-free, non-judgmental, poly-hole sexual lubricants. Are you sick of people telling you that it's unhealthy to put living plants inside yourself? Are you tired of being kicked out of your neighbor's garden for humping the perennials? Well, hide your desires no more, my dentrophiliac friend. Uncle Slippy's lubricants have finally arrived. Since someone in a bar casually told Uncle Slippy that most sexual lubricants are made with petroleum-based carcinogenic industrial waste byproducts, he decided to invent a new sex and lubin with a gentler touch as well as a lighter carbon genital print. He spent years in the mountains of the Pacific Northwest experimenting with various saps, rains, and field mouse-based lubricants. For years, he toiled in isolation, testing thousands of lubes on himself, enduring allergic reactions, loneliness, and yeast infection after yeast infection as he slowly perfected his recipe whilst simultaneously descending into madness. One night, after hours of hot, sticky experimenting, he discovered the perfect lube, an all-natural, organic, earth-based, dolphin-friendly, gluten-free, non-judgmental, polyhole sexual lubricant that not only gives you the sexual wetness you've been seeking, but can also be used as a plant fertilizer or a zesty summer salad dressing. A mixture of peat moss, elderberries, and baby deer saliva that would change the way people hump forever. The future of unapologetically sloppy sex has been found, and Uncle Slippy's be thine name. 
Order in the next six months and receive eight gallons for the price of seven gallons when you enter the promo code Slippy's Summer Ball Dressing. That's Uncle Slippy's all-natural, organic, earth-based, dolphin-friendly, gluten-free, non-judgmental, polyhole sexual lubricant. Order yours now. <clears throat> Don't ask me, like, where to order it, because it's not real, though, okay? <laughs> Do have a lot of fun today too. Uh, coming up on the show, um, our guest today is my my old friend Hunter Collins, who is a world class comedian who's been all over the good goddamn. Um, is it really really accomplished both comedically and sexually? Uh, so really excited to talk to him. Um, and you know he's one of those guys that really I feel like should have gotten some more shine in the comedy industry. But a lot of the Canadian comedy industry, uh, like the upper echelon, is very clean oriented. So if you make dirty jokes, like Hunter does a lot, sometimes maybe they don't let you on all the cool, all the cool guy shows. You know, we're not we're we're all cool kids hang out. We're not allowed to swear. Is that cool? I don't know. Anyway, but anyway, I think people like that get a bad name. Hunter, me, dirty comedians, porn. You know, porn stars get a bad name. You know, that's a weird thing to be because. It's like one of those professions that privately everyone loves, but publicly everyone pretends they hate, you know? It's such a big hypocrisy, you know? Like people pretending to hate pornography? Why does the public still pretend to hate pornography? There isn't a person with a phone that hasn't watched and enjoyed a porno, okay? Porn is filling the hole where music videos used to live in our culture, you know? Four to seven minute videos featuring tits and ass and some kind of music in the background that nobody really remembers, right? But for some reason, we look down on pornographers. Think about it like this. If you tell your dad that he gets to meet a porn star, he would be ecstatic. If you tell your dad that you are a porn star, he'll probably change his name and never talk to you again. It makes no sense. Why the double standard when it comes to porn? It's just sex plus a camera. A father should be proud of his children's loads, both taken and given, okay? Not pretend like he isn't waiting, you know, for everyone to leave so he can jerk off too, which is exactly what he's doing. It's hypocritical. It's just like one of those evangelical pastors that, you know, says that he hates gay people to them privately is injecting meth and chewing on big hairy buttholes in Boys Town, you know? Hypocrites. If anything, porn stars are heroes, you know? They've shed the shame that we all bear. We want to be doing what porn stars are doing so bad that we literally jerk off to it. We literally masturbate to their lives. And yet bringing one of them to your nephew's preschool graduation is considered bad form. Why? Because they had sex and someone filmed it? That's no reason to ban them from the preschool graduation. That's how these little shits got here in the first place, isn't it? Anyways. I think it would be nice to bring a porn star home to mom for Thanksgiving dinner, you know, once in a while. Try it out this year, you know. Hey, mom, this is Jiggles McQueen. Jiggles McQueen, this is my mom, you know. And my mom's really sweet, you know. She'd be all like, oh, aren't you lovely? What do you do for a living? And Jiggles would be like, gangbangs. Yeah, gangbangs and double pens mostly. Ooh, I love your drapes, you know. And, you know, even though Jiggles and my mom live very different lives, they're both ladies that love drapes and they probably you know, get along with that and bond on that and start a friendship that would last years, you know? Point is, sex is not a bad thing, okay? It's a beautiful thing. So filming it must be some of the most amazing cinema on earth, right? And it should be respected as such. 
Some porn is made with people in situations that are sad, and I'm not negating those realities. But the reality is, is most people like porn, you know? They like watching it, they like filming it, and they like to pretend that they hate it in front of the people they work with. (laughs) Why do we pretend? Porn stars aren't dirty, they're actually pretty enlightened. And we're not clean, we're repressed. We're all being uptight nerds that could be living out our every fantasy if we could just get over the idea that we are somehow morally superior to the people that we jerk off to. We are not morally superior to anyone, except maybe like Ellen DeGeneres. I hear she's pretty fucking shit. So anyway, (laughs) we're going to get this show started. Bring on uh, our first guest of the whole show. Um, Like I said, Hunter uh, is a great comedian. Um, we ask him to bring, we ask everybody to bring their own favorite sex toy. So just to get rid of some confusion, that's going to come up when you listen to this interview. Hunter brought a kangaroo paw. Uh, it's just a paw of a kangaroo that was given to him in Australia. And he brought it on as his sex toy. I refer to it as a raccoon paw or raccoon foot because I didn't know what kind of animal foot he had brought. Uh, to show me, show us, you know. So anyway, when you hear the interview, there'll be some reference to raccoon paws and kangaroo paws. You'll understand what I mean when it happens. Anyway, I hope you guys are having some good, dirty fun out there. I hope you guys enjoy this interview. Really happy to have you here. Let's have a good time again, yeah? All right. Hello, welcome to Good Dirty Fun. I'm Brian O'Gorman. I'm your host, and I've uh, hooked in one of the sexiest coolest dudes in the history of the universe. Uh, my old friend Hunter Collins, ladies and gentlemen, is our guest today. <laughs> nice to have you here, Hunter. Call me Derek Chauvin because I'm guilty on all charges. <laughs> Ooh, I guess that wasn't the timeliest joke. <laughs> oh, man, it's okay. Hey, I like where you're, you're calling from. For our uh, listeners who aren't seeing this, Hunter's in some kind of vampire sex den he's created for himself during COVID here. Yes, since becoming single, I've decided it's uh, probably uh, a good idea to make my bedroom as appealing to potential suteresses as possible. Got some nice satanic sheets. Oh, you, you got to see this. I got double Hellraiser cubes, dude, man. You can cast all kinds of satanic spells with that shit, man. <laughs> You're casting satanic spells on people's buttholes, huh? Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, what kind I don't of call it the I don't call it an O ring. I call it the omen. <laughs> I mean, there is a, uh, something to be said for worshiping it, right? Have you ever yeah, Have you ever worshipped a butt? I see that a lot in in pornography titles now. They're like ass worshiping. You ever worshipped an <laughs> ass hunter? You ever straight up worshipped an ass? Yeah, man, Islam style. I pray to the asshole five times a day. <laughs> Bow down. I think. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's becoming a real uh, hot topic on the internet. Kids are all making ass play like they invented it. I feel like the Romans and the Greeks 2,000 years ago are like, ah, we knew a little something about the playing with the bottles too, you know? Yeah. Or if you're like gay men, you know, it's one of the top two orifices. So you probably know a little more about it than the straight edge community. Boring. I mean, I wish I was gay so I had more stuff to talk about on stage. But at the same time, I feel like it's becoming so accepted now I, I, to a point where it's not weird, at least in North America in most parts. 
And I like that. You know what I mean? But ass play has been sort of part of that as well as coming with the openness of the gay community. There's been a lot more True. talk. It is tied in like a balloon knot. <laughs> I do wish I was gay sometimes. You ever had, honestly have that fantasy where you're like, man, I'd be a great gay guy. Oh, just a fucking power bottom with a with ambition to please, you know? I'd I'd know how to treat my man. Seriously. Sec- like, like, you know, how would you treat him? Like what how would you Oh, you know, him? he's making pancakes in the kitchen. I'd go fucking jerk him off, you know. Wow. Or if we're coming home from a bar in an Uber, you know, right. fucking reach in his pants, fucking jerk him off, you know. Yeah, man. Or if you know, we're we're just fucking standing around at the beach, just fucking jerk him off. You know, I'd, yeah. I that's my that'd be my whole strategy. Jerk off my man all the time. All the fucking time, man. Yeah. And I mean, especially five when- five nights a week minimum. You're and of course you're showing off your famous raccoon hand, which has been known on the streets for quite some time in the red light district as the, <laughs> the hand job by which all other hand jobs are measured. It's, it's my new sex tour. <laughs> I knew doing an interview with you was going to have some kind of prop work, uh, <laughs> but I wasn't expecting the hand for the listeners. Hunter Scott, apparently he's lost one of his hands and he's regrown a raccoon hand. Yeah, I was wondering. You know, you the kind of trench coat, the, the kind of girls I bring around my lair nowadays. You're liable to lose a limb, and luckily I had this kangaroo paw. Oh, kangaroo paw, nice. Yeah, and and what's nice about this too is that what not a lot of people know is that the kangaroo is actually a venomous animal. It has little glands on the tips of its claws, and when it you scratch someone's back with it, it just fills them with aphrodisiac. Yeah, damn man. You really yeah. got full tilt when you went to Australia last year. You learned a lot from the kangaroo community when you were hanging out with them. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and you all should learn too. Yeah. Well, Hunter and I actually, yeah, we went on an Australian tour last year right before COVID happened. And uh, we got around. You got around a bit. Did you have any sexual liaisons out there, Hunter, with any fucking, fucking beds? Um, no, I'm, I was in a relationship oh, uh, shit. Out there and, uh, <laughs> right. I'm so. sorry. I was like, Hey man, you want to tell me that juicy <laughs> details? You're like, Hey, uh, just so you remember, I had a horrible breakup about two weeks ago. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I forgot. I was just trying to like get a good story out of you for my sex pod. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got plenty of those since becoming single, since coming back from Oz. Okay. So since you came back from Oz and since COVID hit too, you've been recently singled and yeah. uh, out there in the world at... Tragic. Tragic time to be single. Is it? Or are you getting laid a lot? Because I've heard both sides. I've heard some people are just having a lot easier time than they used to. It cuts through a lot of the pageantry of courting, you know, because people are pretty cooped up and horny, I think. And all you can do is either walk in a park or fuck. <laughs> so um, I at least do some park walking. Because I'm not a, an animal, even though I'm 25% kangaroo now. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I hooked up with, with some girls. It's been, it's been, um, it's still though. It's like it's not, uh, pe- people are a little skittish. Yeah, like with the virus going around, do you just have to kind of cross your fingers and hope they don't have it? Is that kind of the deal? Yeah, cross your balls and hope to nut. <laughs> wow, as just we like... say in the dating community. What? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you liking it? Are you finding time to enjoy it or is it, you know, I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great, man. I've, you know, 
being single in your late thirties, yeah, I didn't know what to expect, but it's sort of, you know, a lot of, you know, I think everyone's mature enough to be able to sort of be sort and, and sexually liberated enough to be kind of, um, forthcoming is, you know, and, um, so there isn't a lot of guessing involved, you know, it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, plus like people just, uh, you know what you like at that age, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like we're the same age, 37, 38 years old. If you get out, out there that age, like, I mean, I was single at 36 for a long time. It, people, I think they say it's worse than it really is. I was actually having an okay time, you know, and, uh, that different people find themselves different places and the sexual stuff I found that got better and better as I got older in the dating world. Have you found that? Like, have you had like one of these COVID ladies that you've had a liaison with? Has it has it been <laughs> freaky? Have they been like cough on me? You know, because that's like the dir- um, dirtiest shit you can do now. I'm like I'm like a boring, not boring. I am an energetic, simple fucker. Like you know, I'll flip you around, throw you around, but I, you know, I don't need accoutrement. I don't need fucking. <laughs> I'd never need props and. <laughs> I don't need to choke anybody. One lady slapped me one time and I was oh. like, what the fuck are you do? like? I saw stars and, uh, yeah, I, I don't like the intermingling of violence and sex ever either. Like I don't choke or nothing. No. Did they do it to you? They, they did it to you. Somebody just attacked you without asking. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's where the problem lies. There's a lot of people that do stuff, uh, you know, sexually like slapping, hitting and stuff. I don't consider it violence unless the person you're doing it to doesn't want it, you know? And, uh, but, uh, some people, it is uncomfortable when they just come out of nowhere at you. That's my biggest problem. It's like, you got to ask if you do it. That's assault. Yeah. If you don't ask, you know, one lady just started like eighties, Japanese wrestling, like pro wrestling me one day, <laughs> like throwing in eye gouges and bites and stuff. Whoa, and fucking like, hurricane Rana. I'm like trying to <laughs> I'm getting through. I fell through a laundry rack. She was like drying laundry and one of these plastic racks. <laughs> like what It was fuck? so noisy and damp. Um, which Dude, that's describes my normal sex, but yeah, I, I fucking like came to with all these goddamn bite marks. Like I fell into a briar patch. Good gravy. Mo Levy. That's intense, yeah. man. Well, was that somebody like during the COVID situation did that to you recently? That was actually years ago. So you were young when that happened. How would you react now? If it happened, I would be like, Please stop, miss. This is not doing it for me sexually. <laughs> Think of me as like a grandfather that you could have sex with. <laughs> Very fragile. <laughs> like a really delicate <laughs> rocking chair, you know? You can sit on it, but don't really, you know, get yeah. it. You know, just nice and gentle. Well, that's cool. No, but I, uh, my last relationship, though, like the girl was like on a, like a, she was like on a nut, but it, a trigger nut. Like we couldn't bone a lot. And so I had to train myself to become like a two pump chump because she was like a two push gush, you know, <laughs> unless I was going down on her and she was like a two slurp twerp. But fair enough. Yeah. But so I had to tr- like get my stamina back. And um, yeah, I feel like I'm like, I'm good. I got this whole drawer full of magnums right here. Nice. So that they think you have those and then you slip the small ones on when they're not looking, right? <laughs> I actually I actually wrapped my dong in foam rubber 
<laughs> Slip the condom over top. <laughs> I knew a, a lesbian friend of mine had a fake penis, and uh, it was foam rubber with duct tape around it. Uh, uh, what the fuck? Who puts yeah. that in themselves? You'll get like all this adhesive and shit. Yeah, it was like, well, she put a condom over top of it and stuff like that. But it was like, you can just buy dildos, you know? Like, you don't yeah, have to what kind of red, fucking red green bullshit is that? Yeah, I feel like the, the materials would have cost a comparable amount to the actual dildo if you just went to a store and bought, like, yeah. you know, Amazon, you can get in there 15 bucks and have a good time. You know? Yeah. Just Hooked up with there. my first girl who has a Yuva ring. Have you seen these? What's that? Yeah. Uh, Fuck, oh, like the used the, to me the birth control thing. Yeah, oh, but you yeah. just like stuff this fucking like ring inside you. You just leave you leave it in the corner of the vagina that you don't check very often. And uh, I was like, "What the? You know, you're fucking going at it, and like you know, <laughs> you're rooting around in there. <laughs> yeah, you're, you do. You know, you're rooting around in there, and." Uh, <laughs> And uh, I'm like, what the hell is this fucking like? You you left your keys in here, lady, or something? It's like that goddamn drawer with the elastics and the push pins that you have at the end of your kitchen counter. But they, oh god, some matches treat in a, there. Yeah, you can't treat a vagina that way. Anyways, oh, god. that was interesting too. And this girl, um, I was like, oh, oh you, wow, you're so wet, and it was dark ish. And then I put like a print handprint like my hand on her back and this big blood print app and she was like bleeding like crazy and she's like oh that's normal that just happens when i haven't had sex for a while but this was like she, like i like she was stuck you know like uh, like uh, yeah and uh <laughs> yeah i, I didn't want to make this girl feel bad yeah no you can't like, do that you got to pretend like you've not. done it a million times before you're like fucking handful of blood from a from your birth control hook in your vagina yeah <laughs> well, yeah, it's an everyday I've been, thing. I've been in a Tarantino movie before. This is nothing. <laughs> that was surprising, but we have been on subsequent dates, and that's totally cool. Yeah, hey man, I mean it, it happens. Happen that's the beauty of sex. It's what I love about it too. Is it humbles people? It reminds us how like how we're animals and how we're kind of gross. We've had the and and like you yeah. gotta <laughs> accept that, you know. And it's fun if yeah. you have fun with it. You'll have a lot of fun with sex. Like if you're having, because if you have sex, something gross is gonna happen. It's bound to happen. So if you, if that fucks you up, you're gonna have a bad time sexually. I've talked to you before about uh, anal sex, like having butt sex with people and the smell of mm. poop, and how right. uh, I was. I remember asking you, going like, you know, when you have sex with people in the butt, like I, like I said, I, I, I just can't handle the smell of shit. And you just said like, yeah, no, it smells like shit. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> you gotta deal with that if you're gonna fuck people in the butt. And I was like, yeah, wow, that's fucking hardcore. And then I'm like, I can't believe how many people are just into that. But I've I've trained myself over time to be be okay with that kind of smell. You're just like, I mean, woof. But I'm I'm fucking almost forty. I'm gonna push through that, and I'm like, I'm no problem. You know? Yeah, and you gotta remember, like, sometimes you bang a girl from the Ukraine, and she smells like that, even if you haven't fucked her in the butt. <laughs> why do you hate your own people so much it's my ethnic edge it's all i have you just this make fun of ukrainians and that's it. racial humor yeah <laughs> it's the only one i can get away with hey man it's a good one to, i don't even know if you can get away with it they're pretty hardcore like you can get away with it on stage and people will laugh but i think in real life eventually some blockheaded ukrainian's gonna hunt you down and beat you to death <laughs> with his clogged shoe or whatever the fuck <laughs> 
We don't wear clog. I know shoes. that's the Dutch. I was we wear radio. A group of pig's feet held together by twine. That's what we wear. <laughs> With hay on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Hey, we were talking a bit about uh, you, uh, sex toys earlier before this whole thing started. And what we ask people to do here on Good Dirty Fun, the goodest, dirtiest, funnest podcast in the whole universe, um, is we like to, to, to find out about sex toys, things that people like to play with. So, Hey, maybe we could enjoy them too. So we ask our guests to bring their favorite sex toy. So we asked our good friend, Hunter Collins to bring his favorite sex toy. What did you, what'd you bring for show and tell today, Hunter? Uh, he's taking off his kangaroo hand. Oh, it's fake. This is it right here. I had you. (laughs) I got you, man. You were wearing (laughs) the fake kangaroo hand as a hand, and now you pulled it off and you're showing us that it's, in fact, uh, long and phallic with a kangaroo hand at the end of it. So this is your toy. Yeah, you know how, like, sometimes when, when, um, say, you're having sex doggy style, presumably in the the administering position, Sure. And, uh, you know, you're like, this is fun. I'm sure I could take this girl to a new level of sexual ecstasy if I also gave her a reach around. Right. But she's got a real long abdomen and maybe a bit of bit of a caboose on her, which is great. You're you're you don't have that limb extension. Get the old RuPaul out. Gives you that extra. 13 inches you need that you don't fucking dislocate your shoulder. Right. Just trying to take your doggy experience into overdrive. Yeah. I mean, that's a big problem with it too. Like finding a, a a kangaroo paw on a stick for most people, isn't going to be totally accessible, but I mean, you could use different paws. I imagine on a stick, right? Sure. Puppy, puppy paw, whatever you like. Point is it helps with the reach around. And I've had that problem before where I'm like, Kind of throwing my shoulder out as I'm trying to get yeah. to, the, to the clitoris. Now I don't want to be one of those, you know, jerk dudes who's not rubbing a clit. Like I understand it. It takes a lot of different. It's a whole symphony to make a a lady come sometimes, you know. And the rupa, I'm. I, I think you might be right. I think you might be onto something here. It's just I'm worried about the claws with the poison inside them. Yeah. No. But like I said, it's it's pro sex vibe poison. So, <laughs> so you're not. Oh, okay. So, like, wait, that's their def- defense is scratching people, and then the or the the thing that's attacking them gets horny from the scratched poison. Could be that. Could be that. It could also be that I accidentally dropped this in a bucket of Spanish fly. Gosh, damn! Can't be my. sure. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about sex toys. Uh, my 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 partner and I, my wife. I say partner like I'm like in some cool relationship. <laughs> some chick I married anyway, but, uh, no, nah, she's, she's the best, but we, we've been talking about this sex toy, which is the simplest of all. It's, it's, you see it all the time. It's just this purple nub. It's on I got one of those fucking Ooh. right here. Whoa. Wait a minute. I, I use it for voiceover work. That's a condenser microphone. This one's a condenser microphone too. One of these stinks. Anyway, <laughs> if I can, uh, but it's, if people actually just want a vibrator, have you ever used a vibrator before, Hunter, first of all, for, on yourself? Uh, not on myself, but I've had like girls use vibrators on their clit while I was inside them, and it's spectacular. Yeah, it, it's a weird thing because like everybody looks at something like this because it looks like a dick, kind of. It's a base dick, if you will. But it's, 
people think it's coming for your asshole. You know what I mean? People think dudes, especially always look at a, <laughs> a vibrator of anything that's a phallic shape. And they think that's got to go all the way in me over and over again, <laughs> because that's what I would do to somebody with it. You know what I mean? Cause like, if I've got a dick, I'm going to, you know what I mean? That's how most dudes think I, you know, yeah. But, uh, your you, man is showing. Yeah, exactly. But just fucking pushing this thing against certain parts of you as you're coming is, I don't know if dudes are familiar with this out there. Just push it, just push it on your taint. As you, come. you were telling me about the taint, push, push your taint. When you come, you said it would be wicked. I still haven't taken that advice, dude. You're almost 40 years old. This is a whole new universe for you. It's because wow. it's, it's like you're stimulating the prostate, but then you're not actually going in to your asshole. So for dudes who are like, fuck, nothing's going in my ass. Well, I mean, there's a lot of ladies like that too. And we've all met them. And I'll tell you something, they're not married anyway. Um, <laughs> and they're not Catholic. <laughs> yeah, no, but anyway, if you're just like pressing this thing, it still stimulates the prostate, but from like, you know, kind of a further angle, then you could like sort of maybe press it against your asshole. If you're so inclined as you come, that'll get it closer. That's kind of level two. And then after that, you know, you get into all the stuff we see on the internet. But for the most part, I'm telling you, man, it's a whole different orgasm. And guys are completely locked into the orgasm in the penis. You know what I mean? Like, true. due to like, it's a different experience. It's more internal. It's a different kind of orgasm. It, I imagine is closer to the female, one of the female orgasms, but it's like, it, it's a different kind of orgasm. I don't think dudes even explore it. It's, you, it's imagine having two kinds of orgasms and or, sorry, available to you and uh, you're only doing one. Yeah, man. That's like 30%. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then at the end of the night, do you just leave it in like a like a big tub of blue barbers liquid? Uh, I just put it in whatever I'm drinking. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wash it off. So fuck, usually buble or pineapple juice. <laughs> the splash that that made really enhanced the whole comic effect of that act. I'm still gonna drink this too. I don't even care. It's my own stuff. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. It's but it is a whole other world, mm. and I think vibrators Fancy. for the dudes out there. If you're thinking about it, like don't think about it like it has to ram you in the butt. Stop thinking like a dude. Be more gentle with yourself and press it against your taint. Anyway, Hunter, if you could get back to us about how that works for you, let me know. Okay. Yeah, I will. A hundred percent. I mean, I might scratch the shit out of my taint with this RuPaul. <laughs> let you know where that goes. <laughs> I, uh, I I've been excited to actually hear about sexual liaisons that people have had uh, during COVID and stuff because yep. what I've been hearing is a lot of like people doing stuff they would have never done before because uh, you know, like you say, it kind of cuts through the bullshit. You don't have time to do this whole dance. Da, 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 da. A lot of people are like, I haven't fucked in 13 months. Just mm-hmm. some, somebody, anybody come on me, you know? And um, I, have you experienced any of that out there? Because as a guy who has is 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 married now, I just want to live through you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I've been all over town spreading my seed like Johnny Applecum, but uh, <laughs> I th- girls, I think, and 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 I, I think we look at each other a little more like snacks. You know, like there's this longing in everyone's eyes, um, and the connections have been uh deep and passionate you know 
there's just lots of kissing even like making out like teenagers people are deprived i think for contact there's also like curfews some places and shit so it's either like bone now and get the fuck out or stay over and bone all night you know yeah. there's some weird temporal stipulations that are affecting the the courting game oh, um, but one girl we had a she had a coffee and she never usually has coffee and then she just talked about herself for 12 hours boned me twice and then like i went home and she knows nothing about me <laughs> cool. told me her whole life didn't ask me a fucking single question wow she probably I, thinks i'm like a truck driver <laughs> she probably like you said just needed to get it out like didn't have the human contact didn't have somebody to talk to it was like yeah here's a guy with a penis and some ears and then unloaded on you <laughs> and then you unloaded in her. <laughs> well, I think it's, I, well, I, man, and I like that. It's kind of like uh, transactional sex. You know what I mean? It was sort of, we were kind of like, not, not in the way that like you're, you're paying for it, but it's like, I'm giving you something you need and I'm giving, I'm mm -hmm. getting something I need. And it, a lot of times it's, it's just the companionship and for dudes, usually though, it's the, it's the net. So you, maybe she needed that. She needed the ear. I sure. Mean, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Shit. She, she was one of those dil vibrating dildo on the outside of, of the of vagina girls while we boned. It was cool. It was like fucking uh, wind up chatter teeth. Oh, hell yeah, man. That's a good move is getting one for your, your place too. And since it's staying in your bedroom, you can get a plug in one. So like go really, really powerful and hard. Those Hitachi. Yeah, I got a fucking 36 foot uh, orange extension cord in my closet too that we can hook it up to because the outlets are kind of far from the bed. <laughs> Just make sure you have like at least a bottle of, uh, uh, of sanitizer next to it. Not that you have to watch it, but you just want to give the impression that you wash it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. Or at least somebody can slap some, some sanitizer on it before you go down. But I, I think uh, the ladies really appreciate it. You know, um, interesting. The vibrator, it's a whole nother world. And a lot of them, they'll <coughs> vibrate after sex or before sex so they can come. So if you can be that middleman for them, Hunter, this is all stuff I learned after I was married. So it's completely useless. But if you can be that middleman for you or for them, uh, bring, get yourself a vibrator, get, get a cheap one. I'd like I'm curious. saying to everybody, 15, 20 bucks, just they, they, they're going to appreciate the preparation. I'd be curious to poll your audience on that one. How a woman would feel coming over to my place to find out there is a house vibrator that the ladies are welcome to help themselves to like it's a fucking bowl of Werther's originals. <laughs> <laughs> you want to pull my audience? Okay. Let's call your mom right now. Hey. <laughs> fucking, I, 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 okay. Here's the thing. People say that's gross. Okay. It's gross. Uh, it's a dildo that's been used. How about your dick? Your dick has been in how many other fucking people and you washed it. It's called wash your dick. It's called wash your vibrator, you know? Sure. You did, like, I, I'm, that's why I'm saying the hand sanitizer next to it, too. Because <laughs> at least, like, you know, she's like, did you wash this? Even if you did and she wants to trust that it's clean. I just don't know how hand sanitizer does on a clitoris. You might want to give it a minute. Let the alcohol yeah, evaporate. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. Well, you know what? One disinfectant I do have in my room often is like a bottle of hooch. Mm. And this is a cool depraved move I've been doing is like mid-sex. 
just fucking throw the cap away like some goddamn uh, leaving Las Vegas alcoholic and just take a swig of fucking bourbon while you're banging and like pass it to her and just fucking then you fuck with bourbon mouths. I know you're sober and shit, but it's pretty cool. (laughs) No, man, I love a good bourbon mouth, man. I'm not not sober. I don't drink. There's a fucking chasm of a difference there. Well, I uh, like when a girl has like whiskey breath. You know, it reminds me of my mother. Yeah. She is your mom. And when you made out with your mom, she had like a, that sort of (laughs) fumey, oh, very peaty taste in my mother's mouth. Hunter would say about her. (laughs) Why? Your mom tastes like Pete. (laughs) My dad's name. Hey, whoa, it really is too trippy. Yeah. Hey, um, what we like to do here is talk also about obviously sex, but uh, porno, because porno is quite popular. I don't know if you've heard about pornography, Hunter, have you? Porno. Well, what it is, is it's actual film documentation of people engaged in coitus, sex, if you will. Oh, yes, human documentary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a documentary when you think about it in a way. But we're going to do some reviews of pornos for people. We got porn reviews. Uh, we're going to just do a couple minute uh, videos. So, what we're going to do is uh, uh, share these links or at least the names of the videos so that you guys can look them up and look at the pornos that we're talking about as we're talking about them. If you want to masturbate, that's on you. Um, the sounds of our voices. <laughs> Should bring you to climax relatively quickly. I just, I just for the first time looked at the names of the videos that I pulled up. <laughs> Please go ahead. They're so fucking crazy. The names are the Damn. worst, eh? What, what, what is it? What is it? This one is "Girl Stuck in Couch Hard Doggy Style and Cream Pie." <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive, eh? Like the the names are so. It sounds like a horror movie. Yeah, I used to like keep a log of the names and send them to a buddy to Nick. Yeah, and yeah. I would send, I'd send them all like the craziest, most like demeaning names, and they're like the videos really aren't that bad. No, but what it is is it's clickbait because that's what's fucked up is though that that kind of phrase you know or whatever like crazy lady gags dick till she farts like that kind of stuff. It, it, it's clickbait, you know, it makes you, you click yeah. on it. So that's why they do it. But yeah, most of the time it's not that it's just some, some beefy dude with half an erection doggy and somebody, you know, <laughs> <laughs> dumb, dumb idiot who looks like John Lovitz's dad gags on your shit cock. <laughs> like my shit cock. Why is, why is it mine? <laughs> I've seen that one, by the way, too. <laughs> Should have won an Oscar, but the world is unfair. So what did you get for us, Hunter? Well, it's a comedy podcast. Yeah. In a way. So I, I went with Girl Stuck in Couch, Hard Doggy Style, and Cream Pie. And wow. On Pornhub. I, should I send it to you in the, in the chat? Can you? Yeah, do it up, man. Let's have a look at this uh, thing. Yeah, I don't know where the fucking chat is on this. Place. I'm very excited because, well, here's the one thing too, is like watching porno with your friends is uncomfortable if you're in the same room. Some people do it, but I don't like, I, I don't know if I could sit and watch a porno with you if I was next to you. That is weird. That yeah. Is weird. I knew dudes that used to do it in elementary school. 
Let me see here. You know, so this is a whole line of a new wave of porn where women get stuck in things, usually wow. couches or, or uh, dryers. Right. And then a g- guy comes up from behind and bones them. And what I really like about this first one is that they're speaking some kind of Slavic language. <laughs> and B, it looks like they're, they're both in on the joke and having fun with it. I sent you a second link oh, where it starts sh- off really funny. Yeah, but but then she she starts saying no a lot. This one's this one's really cute. The first one you sent, she's like in these sort yeah. of like uh, panties and stuff. Oh, she's getting spanked. But she's yeah, she's stuck in the couch. But it's funny because the couch cushion doesn't look that heavy. It looks like she could totally get out if she wanted to, Hunter. Yeah, and this is a funny like weird goddamn Polish couch where. <laughs> It looks like Cherry from Pee Wee Herman kind of eating her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those like couches that has like a, a corner section and that corner section is lifted up and where you might keep, say, linens or something. Yeah, there's lady, storage. And she cannot figure out how to get out of this probably half pound cushion. And, and for some reason, she has like a rag or something and she's cleaning the inside of this full storage couch. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't clean a pile of linens with a rag. No. So well, the premise is kind of, you know, loose. And I enjoyed that. Too. Yeah. I love in the writing and pornography, how they're just sort of like, ah, people are into fucking people that are stuck in couches. And the writer's just like, how do I get this person stuck in a couch? And it's always something <laughs> like, well, maybe you have to clean something, you know, or maybe yeah. you're looking for your keys. And then I'm at the part now where this guy, no lube, no, no head, no nothing. Just starts pumping her from behind, uh, and yeah. She, well, if you get your head stuck surprised. in a couch, get your head stuck in a couch, Brian. See how wet you instantly get. <laughs> Don't need lube when your head's stuck in a couch. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. It's like, it's intense. Like that. That was his first move. It was like, hey, there's a butt in the couch, but he didn't. Actually, to be honest, he went up to it first, and he kind of smacked her butt and kind of played around. She was okay with it. And then she, it was strange when she, when, when she got penetrated initially, there was this like kind of goofy look on her face. Like, what yeah. is that? Like, she didn't know what yeah. it was, you know, like, could that be a, a, a giant cock and balls, you know? And then, what I like about this one, yeah, this one too, is that it's almost like he's supportive of her because she's stuck in a couch and he's inside her. Technically they're both stuck in the couch now. And there's like, there's some cohesion here. Oh my goodness. Well, he just basically pumps her the whole time. Oh, and he came in her at the end, huh? That is a bold move for somebody you just met in a couch. Imagine, <laughs> imagine getting pregnant and having a baby from some guy who fucked you while you were stuck in a couch. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you're like, this is a, this is fun. This is a fun time as I wasn't expecting this. And then you got to explain to your kid that look, I don't know who your dad is on account of my head was in the fucking couch cushion when I was getting pumped from behind when you were conceived, you know? Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, but we this... named, we named you after where you were conceived Polish sofa. <laughs> oh, and then at the end he puts her panties back on. Like really? I turned it. I, I turned it off. By you, you came, huh? You had, <clears throat> you had had enough at that point. Wow. <laughs> that was something. Oh, and thank you for sharing that one. I, I've I've Pleasure. seen some of these things before, like where it's like there's one called like fake hostel, 
where it's like some guy in a hostel who works at the hostel and there's all these like, you know, girls coming through and uh, they get stuck under the bunk beds a lot, a lot. Like these bunk beds uh, must have like bear traps underneath them or something, because every time one of these girls throws their suitcase underneath these fucking bunk beds, it's just ass up fucking straight to doggy style town. And it's usually a not threesome. a lot of, not usually, a lot of clearance. And they, they line the bottom of those bank, uh, bunk beds with the uh, Velcro too. So it gets caught on your <laughs> fuzzy tourist shirt. Yeah. Velcro and newspaper. It's one of those things, man, where you get involved in, 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 uh, sex with people at hostels and you know, it's dirty and, uh, and, and, and a little bit taboo. And I think that's what's turning people on with like attracting them to the hostel thing. But I've just never seen a hostel like where everyone gets stuck underneath it. And a lot of times, like I was saying, it's, it's, it's threesomes, right? So it's like two people simultaneously getting stuck under a bunk bed and getting fucked, you know, and raw dog too. He cares not for a condom hunter. Mm. <laughs> Wouldn't have it in his home. Okay. Let's try the second video. I'm going to look this up. This one is. Okay. Int- this one is. Yeah. Sorry? Cut to a minute 40. Cause there's a whole intro where she goes, obviously I'm not this guy's stepmom. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. A minute 40. Okay. So the beginning of it, just real quick is like a girl drinking wine watching um something on the computer somebody comes in yada yada minute 40. yeah she looks around she's like pissed off she starts yelling that having a stepson sucks because they're because they're messy and shit and you can tell they're messy because the couch cover is slightly awry oh so messy and they're they're i love how it's a couch cover too that's such a porno house move you know yeah Just put a sheet over it because it's gonna get stained <laughs> for sure oh, she's but this almost has cushion. yeah it's got horror movie vibes because it's almost like the couch you can tell is hungry and is looking to eat, eat sort of eat her wow it is yeah and she keeps checking different parts of the couch i'm i'm skipping ahead now minute three minute four we're at minute four and a half now. She has been looking through the couch cushions for four minutes now. And it's mostly her, her butt is in the air. She's got a great butt and she seems to be like tugging. And that is creating kind of a jiggle effect as she tugs. Uh, it's like quicksand. Never tug when you're caught in a couch. Yeah. It will only sink further. <laughs> yeah. And now she's caught. She's caught right in there. And Oh, here comes the stepson. I don't know what is with all the family porn these days. I hate it. It's just like, can we have one porno where someone isn't fucking their actual mom? It's horrific. Like, why is it so common? Anyway. Okay. So it now over. it really did. He's, I think it's so many like kids of divorce and stuff that wanted to fuck their stepsisters and stepparents. That might be a big part yeah. of it. But um, wow, we got, okay. So now she's stuck in the couch. She cannot get it out. Her panties are down. Where I, this is a 13-minute video. I'm skipping ahead to minute nine now. She's still just stuck in this couch with her ass up. Does she get? Does she have sex? Oh, she does. What minute does it? Yeah, there's a big lead up. She 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 removes her her bra and panties to gain some um, some better agility so she can you know get loose from this couch. Right. But, uh, that oh only God. serves, I think, to get make her stepson harder. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he is hard. Look at him go. Um, so, yeah, this video is Nikki Brooks in Hot Stepmom is stuck in the office couch. That wasn't... 
that, that wasn't, I, I didn't mispronounce that. It's Nikki Brooks in hot stepmom is stuck in office couch. And um, okay, there he goes. We got finally got some sexual contact going on. She looks like, sh- ooh. She and she says like, oh, your, your dad has never fucked me like this. Oh, God. And see, all those lines. See, some of those like pornos, like, I'll actually, you know, I'll be like, oh, this person's really, this couple's hot. I'll watch this, whatever. And then um, they'll say something like that. And I just, I'm right out the game. I just go yeah. have a shower or something. It's like, oh, yeah, I can't believe you're, uncle is letting you fuck me in front of your cousin. Just like, why do you have to throw that into this beautiful situation we're having right now? Uh, I'm wearing the bracelet. He got me for my getting my master's degree. And now you're looking at a family gift while penetrating me. (laughs) Yeah, dude, like just fucking, I don't know, man, like whatever it takes good for you. But I just am uh, astounded at the like pure volume of that kind of pornography. Uh, we only share one grandparent. This isn't that weird. Oh, oh. <laughs> She's got a great, um, the, great, but yeah. great butt though. Can we just say that yeah. right off the bat? Fantastic. But this butt. shows you the sort of breadth of stuck in the couch porn that there is out there. You know, the first one's very carefree and joyous. And the second one's got some depravity. Yeah, yeah. I not all like, couch porn is created equal. No, definitely not. And uh, she looks like she hasn't showered in some time. Now that I'm seeing the <laughs> amount of uh, after after some penetration, it seems like uh, she may have not been fully prepared for this shoot. But it is fantastic. And oh, is there what happens at the end here? It's really like only he nuts in her. Yeah, which is bad. Well, depending on who. Oh, wait, no, that's bad because that's his stepmom, right? Yeah. Oh, and then he helps her out of the couch like a gentleman would after you fuck somebody. Well, he helps her out of the couch. It was that easy. You know what? Her hands came out on her own, actually, <laughs> and uh, she still went along with it. Yeah, she sure did. She wow, and now she's Takes like to the couch fuck. <laughs> What's she saying here? She's going, I can't believe we did that. Oh God. Oh God. What's going to happen now? Now she's realizing the error of her ways, you know, consequences swimming in her skull now. And she's realizing that she's going to have the baby of her 19 year old stepson. Classic post nut reality check. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then he grabs her boobs one more time before she goes. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> oh, oh my God. They have credits. I haven't seen credits in a porno in like 10 years. Oh, they've got stepmom, Nikki Brooks, stepson, Luke Longley, step aunt, Corey Chase. Very lovely performance. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. But I mean, for a 13 minute and nine second video, there's probably only like two minutes of actual sexual intercourse and the rest of it was a real big lead up is that kind of your deal hunter you're into the big lead up you psychologically toying with yourself before the girl who's stuck in the couch gets fucked uh truthfully i'm a pretty transactional masturbator but this (laughs) one was made by the nfb so i thought i would i would check it out the nfb Hmm. you're gonna have yeah the the national film board (laughs) of canada Right on, man. So I yeah. thought it would have some substantial story to it. Well, they but probably got a grant for sure if it's Canadian film. Yeah. I mean, that's how we make stuff. But there's no like, 
porn obviously i mean it's it's a subject that's been covered just about how the story has gone from porn um and it's just a completely different thing than it was you know in the 90s or even you know the 80s um so no i don't seek out a story but for something like this i <laughs> You know, I thought I'd bring something a little more fun. Yeah, it was fun so as fuck. Thanks context. for that. No, I really appreciate it. That was fucking a lot of fun. I like that whole vein. It's so bizarre. I like that's what I want to explore on this podcast too. It's just kind of like the out there stuff, the weird stuff. You know what I mean? Trying to figure out why it is that people like this shit. I don't know. Like I've, I've been getting a little more uh, out there, I guess, as I get older and stuff. But it's not been yeah. as as much as I thought. Like when I was a kid, I was like. I'm going to be an orgy queen one day. And now, <laughs> now it's just kind of like, eh, if somebody licks my balls, I'm having a good day. You know what I mean? But the, <laughs> the taste, it's my taste of pornography. What I mean on that has gotten more into the, the storyline. So it's, it's honestly, I've just seen mm. so much porn or so many different ways that people look that I'm kind of desensitized to that now. Like I can see whatever I want to see all the time and have since I was 13. Right. So like if I, uh, if I have like a good storyline going on, it kind of gets me a little bit more into it now, which is totally yeah. old, old guy porn. That's so. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of old guy porn, like, like porn with like younger women to me is makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And to find girls my age, like, you don't even have to, like some. You can't even just search like milf. You have to like wade through the mature section to not feel like a creep and then there's all like that far other fucking end of like granny porn shit in there and you're like what do i why am i subjecting myself to all this just to find a girl my own age you know what i mean <laughs> yeah man totally and like the granny porn it comes out of nowhere you don't expect how much there is going to be and then when it comes to milf i don't even know what milf means anymore it used to be mom i'd like to fuck but now it's like anyone over 21 with big yeah. tits it's like if you're young well i hear i watched some porn doc and the a porn documentary and the guy was saying it's like when the girls are younger they're like teens on 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 the porn titles and then once they're like over 25 they get implants and they're milfs so it's like small tits young teen old tits or sorry <laughs> big tits big old tits uh, MILF, but it's to, to them milf is 25 which is not old I, I look at women that are 40 50 and i'm like this is they're gorgeous, but it, with the way that they play it online, it seems like you say it's either one or the other. Like everybody's either a borderline pedophile or someone who wants to fuck their grandma. And I'm I'm yeah. not either of those things. I just want to <laughs> I just want to watch hot people fuck. You know. You know, we are a lost generation, Brian. And, yeah. But p porn is such a crystal clear view into the collective psyche of Western culture, and it mm -hmm. ain't good. No, no, it's weird to see, isn't it? Like just sort of like what 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 bubbles up in different cultures, and like you look at the pornography in a place like Japan, where they you know on status don't really have a lot of sex uh, in general. Uh, it's like on average, like the average person in Japan says fifty times a year, whereas relative into like Italy, which is wow. the most, it's like a hundred and thirty, hundred forty, hundred fifty, or something like that. Um, it's like Japanese a, porn will have you believe that half of sexual encounters take place on a crowded subway. Yeah, isn't that's a weird genre over there, right? Because there's all these like everybody's on the subway in Tokyo. They're all repressed, just staring at people, smelling pheromones, but they're not allowed to speak about it or say anything, you know. So yeah, it leads to some repression and then the psychological backlash 
of that repression is, you know, uh, people fucking anime characters, you know. Yeah, the tentacle stuff, the hentai. So it's such a strange mutation of love, essentially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's really what it what, what it boils down to: someone trying to express themselves uh, emotionally, but also physically and in, in, in love. But it comes out like that. But I am mad at it, man. We're complicated creatures that have weird urges and weird, weird ideas. So it's going to come out weird as long as you're not hurting anybody. I say get wet and fuck on. You know what I mean? Sure. But like, is that healthy that, you know, we're getting ads for like <laughs> purple monster with horns fucks Lois Griffin, you know, like is, <laughs> what's that doing that all the chemicals that go through your mind when you're supposed to be forging a psychosexual bond with a partner, mm. you know, those flood your brain while you're watching Wilma Flintstone, you know, eat out China, the wrestler. Wow. I, man, I, I want to see that one first of all, but secondly, I think, yeah, I don't know if that is, that it is healthy and you have to kind of self govern um, when it comes to what you're, seeing and what you're allowing yourself to see i think if you also take it with humor and sort of like just a light heart when you're looking at that stuff and say maybe this is what these people need you know in their life to get off then i i I don't it it doesn't irk me so much it doesn't make me feel so weird about it but there are times where you know anybody if if you look into stuff enough you can tell that or even at all you can tell that yeah we're being bombarded constantly with this shit and subliminally the mess it must be making of our subconscious is 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 intense but that's why you got to disconnect man everybody's got to get away for a while you got to stop you know jerking off to stuff online because you know it's going to get so intense you're going to keep building up in your head these weird things that you need to come and these weirder things and it's going to progress and then eventually <laughs> you're going to need a fucking knife to your throat to get an erection you know and uh, you don't need that shit you just want to be able to come and have a good time you know? Yeah. Do you feel like that's a big topic, you know, like porn is unhealthy, you know? Yeah. I don't don't think, uh, I think it depends on it. My mom uh, is a former sexual health nurse and she was always really uh, anti-porn, but pro playboy. So like playboy was like, you know, these beautiful women and yeah, you can look at them and they're gorgeous and and that's the human body. But when it came to, um fucking in the porno she was well aware that a lot of the girls that were in the pornos and a lot of the guys too you know heavily addicted to drugs and being abused being taken advantage of because of their drug addictions sexually assaulted so a lot of the old porn i have i don't feel so great about but the newer stuff where it's like people controlling their own content being on mm. you know only fans uh check me out on twitter here's my tits send me 5 grand i mean if you can do that and make some cash i yeah. say stay wet and fuck on you know what i mean but uh i think it can be unhealthy and you got to be careful that the people i think there should be like some oversight into the industry uh, making sure that people aren't getting hurt and i think that's starting to happen too you know so but i mean yeah, is, the, it, yeah. the internet has opened um you know i guess the adult entertainment industry the same way it's opened ride sharing and and stuff like that to people who can submit content or you know, you know deliver work at a comfortable and uh, a healthy pace for them. Yeah, that is a good thing. Yeah, I man. Uh, like that. 
I, I mean, that's sex work, right? And, 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 it's, and it's probably best yeah. form. And it's like, they don't have to come in contact. They're giving people something that makes them happy. A lot of the times it makes them happy. And, you know, they're not doing anything they don't want to do. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I always, it, it, sorry, go ahead. I always, thought, I always thought that, like, you know, if I, I ever became a John... <laughs> um and like the i just like i'd set up a tripod and a camera and yeah. if you know you if you were buying a, by the buzz oh but if you sorry i just want to explain that a john is if you're like buying a prostitute a lady of the night sex yes, worker sex worker thank you and yeah just set up a fucking high eight camera yeah. the little flashing red light be like Oh yeah, don't worry. I'm not going to tape you, but if the cops come in, we're making porn, which is legal, <laughs> yeah. as a loophole, you know. But that's fucked. Wow. No, so it should be legal. It should be legal to fuck. Point blank. Yeah, man, get off our dicks. I mean, yeah, except the except the sex crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing too. I uh, like you know, on this podcast, I wanted to be fun and just talk about positive fun sex stories and you know not not to deny that there's bad things going on sexually or deny the horrible shit that some people have been through fuck fuck anybody who's ever done anything bad to anyone sexually twice you know uh uh i hate that kind of shit but at the end of the day we gotta we gotta live well you know what i mean we gotta have a good time with our bodies you know we gotta i'm not we gotta still have fun you know i don't want your revolution unless i can fucking it you know what i mean and uh I I really feel like people are starting to to get back to just trying to have fun again, making sure they're safe first, sure, but just having fun, telling some fun fuck stories, talking about dicks and tits, and laughing about it again, and having a good time. You know? Do you feel like the like uh, sex positivity has helped or dulled the effect of your sexually charged comedy? I don't know that it's changed. Every joke I ever wrote, I tried to write from a place of love. So if it ever came off weird to them, like I was talking about sexual stuff, I, I felt okay in it, but I haven't noticed a big difference. I feel there's maybe a little, a little bit more pop because it makes people a little bit more nervous, but I'm not that kind of dude that's up there. Like this chick was sucking my dick. It's more like, you know, yeah, of course somebody pooped on me while I was fucking. That's more my kind of story. So yeah. it's like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I haven't really noticed a difference, but, um, but yeah. I feel like that poop someone shat on my dick story 10 years ago, the room would have been like, oh, what the fuck? Like someone would stop eating their fucking brownie, you know? <laughs> but now people are like, yes, I've also had poop on my dick and it is normal and beautiful. We should all have poop dick. <laughs> you yeah, know, because everyone's like so sex paused. Yeah, exactly. Hey, man, do whatever the hell you want to the point where people won't actually say if something's totally deviant. I cover myself in shit and I do cartwheels through the playground. You're like, no, you can't do that. You know what I mean? But some people <laughs> might be like, hey, man, that's you. Do you? It's like, no, nah, right. we, don't, we don't need the guy with poop all over him cartwheeling through the playground. You know what I mean? You got to draw a line somewhere. But uh, yeah. I, so I feel it's made me become way more cartoonish with my sexually themed stuff. And sort of the the imagery that I create is way more elaborate than it would have been years ago because it isn't shocking anymore. You know, like it's every fucking comedian with the piss for four minutes is talking about eating ass now. But when we started, 
that would have been revolutionary. <laughs> well, just the thing is, I don't know that it ever was, you know, I think talking about it never was. <laughs> I think you're right. We're, uh, it's just like, I never tried to overcomplicate the fact they were dick jokes, man. Like, I mean, some of the, the more important subject matter in standup, I think, you know, uh, you got to be more uh, direct with more like meticulous with, but when it comes to like fucking, it's just a lot of fun and you can just kind of, it, it's primal laughter that comes out of that stuff. And I think as long as you're in a, a positive light with it people mm-hmm. under people understand that and they'll, they'll they'll be cool with it but yeah I, I know what you're saying though people are like overly exposed to all kinds of shit where even if they you know might seem like kind of uptight dweebs they've seen some of the most hardcore pornography known to man probably that yeah. afternoon <laughs> so like <laughs> your little joke about how you got dribbles on your on your pp isn't going to make them laugh but i think <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's just about like finding new ways to do it and stuff and i mean i i don't know man that's why I started this podcast too, because I haven't uh, haven't done really any stand up in almost thirteen months because all this COVID shit. Done maybe ten or fifteen sets, and I miss talking about gross sex with friends for fun. You know. Yeah, that definitely used to be a breakfast conversation. <laughs> that I don't have anymore. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, it's a good time, and I think that's the biggest thing is remembering to have fun with it. Have fun with yourself, even though these fucking times are hard and people are fucked up and people do crazy things out there and try to hurt you or whatever, you can still have a good time and, you know, use your genitals for a positive force in this universe, right? Well, if you're doing this podcast about, you know, escapades, how's oh. your old lady feel about you sharing all those tales of the past? <laughs> yeah, we had that conversation. You got some stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You were taping half of them. I, like I was in, uh, there for a couple, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, well, I mean, I'll get into it throughout the the breadth of this podcast, I guess. But yeah, I've had to have that conversation with uh, my partner wife uh, that uh, <laughs> that uh, yeah, that this is what we're going to be talking about. And uh, you know, I didn't marry a nerd. You know what I mean? I didn't marry some like librarian who hates you know sex. I married a cool ass chick. <laughs> so she's all right with me, dude. The librarians are actually the ones who really like sex the best. Oh, yeah. They read a lot, so they know all the positions. It's all up yeah. there. Yeah, no, man. With glasses, who needs them? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you just got Crazy. glasses, right? How's, how's your sexual prowess now you have glasses? Uh, it's tripled. Because, <laughs> 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 yeah, because you have this air, like, because when you take them off, you get that. Uh, you know, what's that? Um, she's all that vibe. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're like, look at that. Uh, look at that uh, ugly man. And they <laughs> take them off. Then you do that thing where you like sort of wipe them with your shirt a little bit and you raise an eyebrow and look up. You're like, hello. And then <laughs> gloosh. <laughs> the vagina forms little finger like <laughs> shapes and start reaching, reaching for you through the pants. You can see wow. it. Take off the glasses. Yeah. Amazing. Like one of those uh, sea urchins with the little flappy arms that sort of like draw you in slowly. Those little tentacle fingers. Wow, man. Yeah. I really got it figured out at this point. I think the glasses, I was, I was happy when I saw a picture of you with glasses. I was like, wow, those glasses match your age. You're not like uh, one of those young kids who's like, you know, I'm 19 and 
totally bald with huge glasses and stuff like that, <laughs> dressing like I'm forever. Like Hunter's slowly getting refined. And I just felt like this is going to be a whole new world of sex for you. It's going to be a lot more, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot more sophisticated. You know, you're going to be having to have bigger conversations after sex, Hunter. You're going to have to like, it's not going to be like, Hey, can I clean that come off your fishnet stockings? Like it used to be. It's going to be like, <laughs> Hey, can I take you out to brunch and get you a mimosa? You're going to have to learn oh, how to yeah. say mimosa. You're going to have to buy mimosas. <laughs> You're going to have to know what a mimosa is. You know, I'm already fingering girls with my pinky, which is very sophisticated. Oh, Sean taste. Yeah. And I'm, I mumble to myself. I go, oh, sort of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very good. Very good. And do you have a cup of tea in your, in your other fingers? Well, your pinky. Cup of good. lube. Cup of lube. Mmm, top of the morning to you. Cup of lube for you, Matt. Some lube for the lady. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, yeah, man. Got like a pepper grinder, but it just sparkles. (laughs) That's actually really fantastical. Like, came up with that on acid or something, man. Well, I mean, I, I uh, this is kind of what I was really hoping would happen, man. I didn't want to complicate things too much. I was just like, I'm going to call Hunter. And we're going to talk about fucking, and that's what I've been doing with uh, you and a couple other guests we've had on here. Um, some Great. exotic dancers so far, some some Ooh. other guests you guys are going to hear uh, as time goes on. So uh, again, this is Hunter Collins. Uh, he's an amazing comedian. Uh, can you give him your your socials and uh, your address and your shoe size, Hunter? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> shoe size is uh, 11 double wide. <laughs> he's thick. <laughs> uh, my, uh, yeah and if you want to reach me by mail uh write my name on the envelope as girth brooks <laughs> and i live at um you know i just find me online hunter collins you google me it all comes up <laughs> hunter collins uh with two l's uh amazing comic and oh look him look for him on uh, the roast battles that be coming out uh on just for last ctv oh, ctv right on yeah roast canada. battles canada yeah man so hunter will be on there roasting up a storm so make sure you check him out there thanks so much for uh coming and talking with us hunter and coming but mostly coming <laughs> it did make me horny just talking to you <laughs> well, i'm thanks, ready man. well thanks for joining us and uh i'll talk to you after i stop this video But for now, we're going to stop this video. And thanks for joining us on Good Dirty Fun. Thanks, Hunter. Pleasure. Good Dirty Fun with Brad Obama. 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 Obama.